We've taken 176 years of Australian winemaking innovation and distilled it into every bottle. Introducing the Penfolds 2020 Collection. When only the best will do, choose the extraordinary. Penfolds, meet extraordinary. Discover the collection at penfolds.com. She blows. Who blows? It was like I thought it, there were a lot of ways that could go, <laughs> and then I was gonna get into how I haven't been able to suck dick in a long time. All right. You can go from I should start a podcast to actually starting a podcast with Spreaker. Spreaker's tools allow you to record, manage, distribute, and monetize any podcast idea, whether it's about your business or even your cat. And as your podcast grows, Spreaker helps you manage your success and even monetize it. That means all you need to get started is a microphone and a really good idea. Learn more and get 30% off at Spreaker.com slash get started. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com slash get started. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Keisha's Corner. It's your girl Keisha, a real dick motherfucker pleaser. I sit up on him one time, he gets a sneezing up out his dick with his spit. That's what he like to call his nuts when he All right. shoots out his okay. dick. And I'm his sensible friend, Monica. <laughs> I just got three-way called on here like Keisha Cole did that time. So just bear with me. I'm trying to get away from Shannon. Who? <laughs> Are you still gonna do? Never mind. We'll go there. Hey, girls, Keisha. Who? Who? Monica was so Keisha pressed. Who? Monica was over it. She was like, "Bitch, wh- how did you call me private or blocked? And why did I answer?" <laughs> I knew it was you once I got once because it was a side right at the beginning. <sighs> hey, girl. <laughs> Did you catch? Ooh, what was it? Why was it chasing Atlanta? Oh my gosh! We Damn got, homosexual. I might, I might have to get in the cage. I might have to get in the chase the Atlanta. I won't go too far in depth, but there was a moment where um, <laughs> somebody was like, "Oh yeah, I'm really good friends with this person," and then like they go to call that person, and it's like they're saying they're really good friends with the person in the confessional, and then in the actual scene when they they're going to call the person, they're with somebody. And that person is like, 
damn bitch you don't even got that nigga number saved in your phone yeah. and it was kind of like a, it was funny because the way they edited it he had just said the confessional how close they were and this person says this completely out of context but I'm going back and remember and the confessional you said y'all was friends but <laughs> that's real no for real that's real because I don't save nobody number in my phone either. <laughs> I mean I feel like I had to save my own number No, you didn't like the original name that I had for you in my phone. So you changed your name in my phone. <laughs> That's how that story went. That is it how it went? Because I more like to recall the fact that you tried it. <laughs> I didn't try it. I gave you this laundry name out of love and affection. And you were like, bitch, you need to change that. And now you're getting... Oh. <laughs> that. Sorry. I didn't even have the nerve to be the original. I was just a. Oh! oh. So I wasn't even no. the first. I was just a. Oh my god! So I was only a in your life. That was I just? <laughs> I forgot all about that. No, I didn't mean it like that. It was just my, like, it's almost like saying best friend to me because that's like, in my head, Kelly Rowland is your number two. It's like, that's your, like, ace. That's your girl. I don't feel like Beyonce don't even have other friends. Blue is her other best friend. So, like, <laughs> you want to be Angie? I don't want Angie work for her. I feel like that's a setup. <laughs> I, Julius, that sounds more sexual. I don't know, like, you're my bestie. You're okay. my Rosanda to my T-Boss. How about that? Oh, Aren't they the same? <laughs> no, Tion is T-Boss. Rosanda is the other one that can't keep a man or a girl. <laughs> I was listening to some random 90s shit, and they shaded the fuck out of Chili, and it was like, damn, that was random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently the girls didn't like Chili back in the 90s. She wasn't the fave, which... Pretends to be shot. And I'm like, was it Total? Because I was listening to Total, but I'm like, nah, I don't see Total being that much in the mess. Total was just nasty. Bitch, did you hear the Urban Kid slap the shit out of Jack A? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Speaking of old, like, random people fighting. Because Jackie got the booty eating my groceries. That wasn't Listen. no Ray from Sister Sister shit. Sister! was bagging it up like Professor Ogilvy at the motherfucking Dollar Tree. All right, all right, all right. Where's my lighter? For some reason, I cannot imagine Jack K. Harry with legs to the mood just getting uh, hurt. Okay, okay, that's a legend. That's a legend. He just ate on some, like, Twitter porn type shit. I hate to see him leave. I've been seeing a lot of straight Twitter porn recently, and I'm like, whoa, y'all been getting it in, too. Did you literally just get on this black-ass podcast and reference Jack A. Harry's pussy and legs being to the moon? Legs to the moon. Well, I feel like that was a prime Rashida reference, and I'm just going to bleep out all of Jack A.'s pussy, so it's not like it matters. Can you bleep out uh, Rashida, too? 
These wigs have not been consistent, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We are supposed to be over this. Yes, time. we will. We supposed to be over this. Time. <laughs> well, you know Shima. <laughs> Shima. <laughs> Shima. Shima. You know, that's what I used to call Shamia before. Like, somebody said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I would read all those tweets. I'd be like, oh, Shima. She sounds like a spicy character <laughs> that can't get a peach. Let me get back in the real housewife. Uh, <laughs> I remember I used to think Nene's name was Nene before I actually, like, heard it pronounced. It yeah. was like one of those. I would just always see it failed on like you know freddie o and sandra rose and shit back in the day and i would just think it was nana because she just gave nana she just gave a nana nene I and mean, it's, it's like i had never heard of the name nene right. you've heard of nana as a child you haven't i haven't heard of nene no i've never heard of a dd and i feel like she made i heard i heard of a nana yeah i know a few i fought a few nanas okay back before i Ooh. was trained oh you was one of those i'm just here to fight Listen, my mama, listen, let me tell you something. That Christian woman that you know as my mother sat me at a picnic one time because this little white girl was fucking with me at the slide. And, you know, I don't hit females and I didn't hit her. My mama was like, you should have shoved the shit out of her. And she was like, if you don't shove the shit out of her, I'm going to have to shove the shit out of you. And my mama is a big old black Christian cornbread lady who, you know, I'm not going to say she gives Thanos teas, but the the, the shove would have put me out. That would have been ash. I would have been dead. So I went over to the white girl and I told her, I said, my mama said that I'm going to have to shove you because we, you know, basically we into it now. And she was like, oh, okay, well. And she opened her arms and I shoved her. And she ended up pregnant by like a few different guys in high school. And I think she's on cocaine now. This girl from our high school killed somebody. Oh, moral of that story was always listen to your mother and don't trust you bleep me. Please bleep <laughs> I just realized how that could be shady. And the other moral of the story is don't tell your mother. We're cool for the summer. Die for one another. It's cool for the summer. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. I said those completely wrong, but you know that's fine. Y'all got it. <laughs> Is is our um speaking of is our one percent um African sister still with us? Have you heard any updates from her? Um, you know, I was about to say her medical team, but I meant like her <coughs> camp. The same thing. Lupita Nyong'o. No, I what? <laughs> huh? I said our one percent African sisters are mixed. African Charlize Theron. Are are black, but yet to form goddess, she's cool for the summer. We're cool for the summer, yeah. I just want to know if anybody paying her yet, Bill. But that's just my business. 
I don't listen. She can to pay Katy because Perry. she's rich, bitch. Is she rich? I figured she was. She didn't have enough money to pay them drug dealers. That's why they snitched on her. That's why she had to come out and go to rehab. Quiet ass is Disney kept. Why did you just do all that? Why are you coming for her like this? I didn't. I don't even know how she got in the conversation. I just felt the need to express, you know. You can't come for the freeish faves like this unless they deserve it. I mean, going on a coke binge and ruining the best part of your career is like, you know. She can still come back. She can. Unlike Christina Aguilera, we actually liked her. That was rude. <laughs> I don't know where to go from that. You're such a rude-ass bitch! Well. If one of those girls in the confessions would be like, well. So what? Very Raja. I feel like it probably was editing and Scarlett probably was like very full of herself but damn she was such a bitch to scarlet after she got eliminated i feel like to my knowledge maybe i'm just high as fuck but i don't recall like ever somebody being that mean to somebody that got eliminated as they were taking off the lipstick when i tell you when miss raja walked back in that workroom she was hot i feel like scarlet said something to her off camera and off untuck that was more like on some roxy andrews you a flop shit like because <laughs> it was something else said between the both of them because yeah there was so much energy and just because Ru- hey i don't know why y'all gagging rue does it to y'all every season ask y'all who should go home so and he asked it like nine times every season nowadays so like it was one of them things where yeah you did do worse and everybody called you out and you did call out raja but it, it gave way more energy there than all of that and then for Raja come back in there like yeah and the only reason Raja was like that because she won the fucking lip sync last time she wouldn't have never came in that work room well she wouldn't have came in the work room at all because she didn't have lemonade <laughs> <laughs> I was like huh but like if she wasn't top or even if she was safe she would not have came in there with that energy even and still if Scarlett had called her name Scarlett called her name and she was safe on some energy shit then she wouldn't have been too pressed about it she was very pressed because she had won that because she had the lip sync and she was very Cause she won. Right, it was just a whole lot because, girl, you really shouldn't have won that lip sync in the first motherfucking no. place. Let's keep it 100 right there. Scarlett gave y'all three reveals. Three reveals. And white woman singing on beat. Lip syncing on beat. They don't even do that on Drag Race all like that. God know they be helping them girls. <laughs> Scarlett was on it. Right. Yeah, so she definitely, I want her to level the fuck up and get on All Stars 5 on some like damn like you were okay in your season but like girl you beat as fuck right because <laughs> i was looking at her as a guy I was like damn you are kind of fun yeah that's real because you know i don't like guys with long hair so i don't be fucking with all of that but like she had it to where you couldn't see it all and it was like she was he and he was like oh you're kind of fine <laughs> <laughs> oh lord jesus we ain't never getting invited to the glad awards <laughs> or the or the VH1 Trailblazer honors that we might get into. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They seem more affordable. Who got tickets for the VH1 Trailblazer honors? Shit. <laughs> Glad they got Beyonce. They book if we don't win up. <laughs> <laughs>
Beyonce touched Shangela. I was about to say, Shangela got to fucking dance. Now she hosting the next one. It's already, we already out the game. It's like, Shangela, you are literally the Beyonce of drag. It's like you have all of your things, but at the same time, you don't. You're the prime example of you don't really need the crown. And Trixie's the prime example of, okay, you got the crown, but you also doing other stuff. Right. Now the other ten of them hoes. Because Aquaria, what the fuck you been doing? Taking pictures in beautiful gowns. Even though she has been having me cracking the fuck up on fashion photo review. Because her and Raja, they give hella... Oh, okay, you're kind of cutting me off. Energy. (laughs) And it's like, it's two of them. They kind of the same. But one's... I wanted to say slightly older, but I meant much older. (laughs) Because Raja old as fuck. Like, no shade, but Raja, I saw some of them clips from ANTM. Raja been around. She been around. And she been around the block. Apparently, Aquaria is that girl. Like people talk about her here. Like okay, because one of my one of my like studios is by like FIT, and that's the school she went to. Okay, yeah. So, so it was like I went in there and I was like, mm. not like about Aquaria, but I was like, oh, Aquaria went here. And then one of the girls that I work with, she's like, oh my god, like Aquaria, oh my god, you should just talk about got FIT, like like I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm not going to search of Aquaria, but thanks to let me know that you know who that is and you know that where I could possibly have found her at one point in her life. Thank you. Thank you so much right. for your unsolicited directions. <laughs> Thank you, next. Thank you, next, bitch. Who do you think is going to win? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. To help you out in editing, I'm going to reset that question because I got already see that ran into the last sentence. So who do you think is going to win? So, I don't know if I'm quite to a winner yet, just because this season is so long. We haven't even seen Snatch Game. But I'm thinking the final four, my final four are Brooklyn Heights, Mm. Akira Davenport, Evie Oddly, Mm. And the fourth is kind of a toss-up. The fourth is kind of the wild card. I don't know who's going to, like, pull through and be that other person. But that's just who I'm seeing as, like, top three of the four. That's real. Brooklyn Height has been slaying the fucking game. <laughs> she has been giving shit. She is... This bitch has walked on point. She is giving us moments. She is stitching her own shit. And she is basically just a badass white woman. She is also pulling the storyline card. So she got that shit going with Vanji, whether it is true or not. They are pulling that shit. How we were talking before about pulling some shit outside of some show shit. But doing it with that shit, smart as fuck. I'm here for it. Be in it for the cloud. I also agree with Brooklyn. Um, she uh-huh. is also well connected with the queens that have been on Drag Race. She also has a high track record with the New York girls, so I also see her top four. So Akira, first of all, do you see Akira's top four? <sighs> Listen, the only reason I'm giving Akira five, maybe four, is because they say she make all her own shit and her shit be looking better than like everybody else's <laughs> on the runway. But as far as and like personality wise, I don't know because it's like you fighting for like voice of the season at this point. As far as like if you gonna win in that factor, so I don't know. 
she would definitely be top. Like, she definitely should not go home, like, now or, like, before Snatch Game or before any. She should definitely make it to Kennedy Davenport, but I don't necessarily see her <laughs> taking a crown. I can see her being Miss Congeniality. Yes. Because they don't give it to the shady ones, so, yeah, it'll be her. Because this season got a lot of, like, shady Miss Congeniality. They ain't going to Vanjie and, and Silky and all of them. Mm. And I wonder how they're going to do Miss Congeniality with the voting scandal that happened last season. Oh, yeah. Not that Monet is the first. Is she the first? Is Monet Exchange the first crown queen that's also Miss Congeniality? Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Go figure. And see, I feel like it was none of that mentioned during her, like, when it was just all double crowning. You see how they do us? And she's also the first Miss Congeniality that was chosen by the cast. Yes. Is that how she was chosen? Yeah, she was chosen by them. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I, and I don't really know how the other ones were chosen, actually. I feel like RuPaul chose them and then the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, ain't it like we usually choose, but with that voting shit, they had to change it or whatever? Because it was like, I guess we do it online or. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they used to say that about Mimi on first or like Pandora Mm Box. One of them is like it, but they was like, how the fuck you win, bitch? You ain't got no fans. That's been going on around on Twitter this week, too. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, I didn't remember that because we never really watched this one. Right. Y'all must have been fighting for this shit to get picked up. Okay. That's where the real mess was. That's why I went on TV for so long. It's like every time I cough, it kind of squeezes my midsection a little bit. Your what? Yes, Brenda Griffin liked your track on SoundCloud. Who is Somebody that liked our track on SoundCloud. We stand you. <laughs> we stand you, Brenda. Brenda, you're my girl if you listen to this. I hope my phone is not about oh to God. die. I just had the worst thought. Why did I just imagine Beyonce singing Heaven at Nipsey Hussle's funeral? You know she was there. Oh, no. Yeah. Let me be honest with you. I only ever played Heaven in that situation once, and that was with my granddaddy. And that was because Heaven had just came out. And I'm going to be I'm a, like, a homosexual. So, like, it was like, ooh. But, like, the only time I ever want to hear that song ever again is when Beyonce does pass. Knock on wood. Hopefully I never come. But that that is going to be that mixed with I, am he, I Was Here. The two songs don't nobody give a fuck about. And I miss you. Don't. (sighs) I'm just saying, like, I just pray that none of this ever comes to fruition. But, like, the tributes that some of the girls will have from our generation. I gotta get the thoughts out of my head. I'm just saying. You know, I I, I can't get to thinking too much about it. I can't. We'll pass on, but I'm just letting you know, so will she. And we hope that the tributes are together. We don't want any of the girls performing at the function. Hopefully they have all gone on to whatever flop glory they have had to go on to by the time the queen does uh, take her final ascent. We don't want any flop performances. If you're not blood related, we are not inviting you to perform. We don't need you to speak. 
We don't need you to do anything but send in a video submission so Parkwick can edit it together and have it as a <laughs> good presentation for the rest of our lives. Um, other than that, I just pray that this never comes up and we don't have to plan this ever again. Thank you, family. <laughs> I feel like you gave that long ass speech. It's like, should I keep that in there? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh. It's not Shay. Everybody's going to die. But I, I just, I want the tributes to be current. What you mean? Like my tribute, like my funeral. I, oh I low key don't really want a funeral all like that. But if I did, I want it to be held at like Madison Square Garden. Um, definitely want fireworks to like lead up, you know, whatever avenue that is come to the funeral. I want Jennifer Hudson to not be there. Um, I want, you know, Beyonce to sing and give a few selections throughout. I want Solange to open with a nice poem um, written by somebody that y'all know, but I don't, but it's like really cunt and really good at the beginning. And then, you know, I want to be dressed and, you know, actually nothing. I kind of want to be naked. And then, you know, at the end, parade my body around all the hood, good, you know, chicken spots. Um, all the good Jamaican jerk chicken spots. If, you know, we in Chicago, take me by Harold's, take me by 79th and Stony Island, give me some jerk chicken. You know, whatever y'all got to do to process me, um, like they did Michael and Nipsey and the girls, then that's fine. Thank you. And then, you know, dump my body. You know, Creature made me, make me into, you know, Infinity War dust and then throw me on, like, Parkwood Studios, you know, or like Beyonce. Throw a little of me on Kurt Franklin if he's still with us, and a little of me on that's probably it. Um, everybody else can don't care around me. Just want to take a ride on that if I'm just gonna be an afterlife. Woo, RIP Chris. 1992. Child of the ghetto. <laughs> 1992 to 2000. Let me not, because that'd be one of those, like, you predict your own death shits. Like, 19 or 2098. Okay, it worked. If I make it to there and that'd be the year I croak, I'm going to be over it. And it's like, modern medicine is good and I'm able to live, but it's like, ooh, <laughs> spirit, girl. Well, the fact that you got this Bone Thugs and Harmony ass lighting isn't helping either. Wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Tales from the Bodega. Didn't, wasn't the video with them and uh, Mariah like this, like in red? What was that, The Roof? What, what song was that with Bone Thugs and Harmony and Mariah? Breakdown. Breakdown. Oh, that's the one with her in the chair. And she thought she was Janet with that hat. She thought she was Mariah. <laughs> Thank you, next bitch. <laughs> you sound like Cat Williams. <laughs>
Remember when Cat Williams was like a great comedian? It was a good time. Uh, Pimp Chronicles. One, two, three, and four. Yeah, his. I don't his, know if he had four. I don't know if he had four, but they are like that first run with them all the way up until, you know, the perm fell. It's like justice for the motherfucking comedians of the late 90s and early 2000s because them Why? niggas were some funny ass motherfuckers. Like the Wayans, Mike Epps. Like, they were funny. It's like now, even Method Man and Red Man were fucking funny. It's like now we got wait motherfucking Lil Yachty. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because you just not going to slide in here like butter. You give that a moment. Because I didn't see this until today. That, that This was even occurring. So you going to explain this to me in full. I was. <laughs> So, did you see the high how? Did you see the how high two trailer? No, I didn't see the trailer. I just saw like the Twitter rumblings about it and the pictures. So, DC Young Fly and Lil Yachty are starring in How High Two in the places of Red Man and Method Man, and the trailer came out. And apparently, MTV is doing all this promotion for it. It's gonna air on MTV on four twenty. I'm like, damn, like. Are we allowed to have like commercials like this that just reference weed like this? Because <laughs> I guess MTV is doing some type of 420 shit, and that's gonna be like the marquee production of the day. And it just looked like it looked like Mac and Devin goes to college. <laughs> and you take that how you want to. Not Mac and Devin goes to college. It's like that was literally the prime example of this movie is only funny when you're high. So maybe it'll be quite funny for its audience. Shit. I'll probably think it's hilarious. Nah. Like, Will I ever watch it on another day when I'm sober? No. No. How high was funny when I was fucking nine years old. I was sober when I was nine. Unless yeah. I had a contact high. Yeah, how high was funny when you wasn't even smoking. Like It was like, oh, this is like, all of this is funny. That and Half Baked to Me or two weed movies that like, before I was into before I started smoking, and then after it was like these are fucking right. classics, hilarious. No one of my brothers and them was cracking the fuck out. They were, I was high as fuck, <laughs> getting their life back in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not watching Untucked, you're only getting half the story. <laughs> That was such a real moment. <laughs> what we go through for y'all. This is for y'all. This is for y'all. I'm team y'all. So what you been watching? Let's... Uh, where you want to start? It's I'm the freest watch list. Let... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> it's the freest watch list. Let's get into the shit. Motherfucker get lit. What you watch this week, sis? So I was... What? Mm. I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really <laughs> 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 
Okay, so let's start with the challenge. Let's talk to white people. Let's get white people out the way. So did you watch the most recent one? I did. I don't think I finished it, though. I have, like, 11 minutes left. So I think I got to, like, literally the elimination. So I don't think I've seen the two who are going to be going against each other. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. But I have an, I- but I have an idea. So do you want me to, like, ruin it for you? Because I can, but then the recap won't make sense if I don't. Mm, I guess you can, yeah. So, if you do not watch the challenge, y'all need to be watching the challenge on MTV, mainly for the black people, but it's only like four of them on there, so y'all can get away with it. Um, the so, white people are a mess, too, so. And we're going to start with them. Kyra, Maria, and Paul Lee, and Kyle. Electric chair. Electric chair. Y'all are the most annoying returning beef ever. Like, normally when you bring a beef from one season to another, it's very interesting. It's very cunt. It's very, like, in the storyline. This is, like, I actually want Cara Marie and, or Cara Maria, whatever the fuck her name is, and Polly to go home at this point. And I want Kyle to stay. Because y'all whole storyline is Kyle. It's not the game. It's not the money. You already won, sis. And Paulie, it's like, you're not even focused on kind of like winning. You're focused on if I'm in the top, then I can get Kyle out. If I'm not in the bottom, then I got another week to get Kyle out. If I walk down the stairs, then maybe Kyle Dick will fall out and my face can be under there. Like, it's one of those (laughs) situations where it's like, I get that he cheated on Cara Marie and like made her feel stupid. But like, she could just stab him in his sleep and just get on with this. Like, Kiki wired his ass and move on. This is not our business. This is not part of the game. And anybody come here to be wrapped up in y'all foolishness. Now, I give that long speech to actually give you the events of the episode. So, mm-hmm. basically, the main, or I guess, I, yeah, they don't have many challenges. So, the main, cha- main stage challenge was some shit where they run and take the balls that's in, like, some windmill thing, and they got to put them in a basket. They have to put them in a basket. Get to the challenge. You got Kyle. He going off. Polly going off. Bear. Miss Bear. 15th week in a row where I had to mute her because I'm tired of Bear. Yelling and acting stupid, but he ended up getting the most. And then Wes was the one that got like second. Oh, wait, I just had like a Raven vision. I think I did watch the whole episode. But keep going. So TJ come in at the end of all of that bullshit. And he's like, fuck all that. I told y'all to put the balls in the basket. None of them white people put the balls in the basket. Except like Kyle, Paulie, and some other... Kyle, Turbo, which don't speak English, which I stand. <laughs> and the black one. And so um, they were the tribunal. Don't you do my nigga Theo and call him the black one. I'm only you calling call him the black one. Like a big dick swinging tall ass name. I'm only calling him the black one because he's sliding through and I'm not really understanding if he on our side or he on Cara Marie's side. But that's not my business. Well, I got something that he can slide through. Shit. Anyway, those niggas was in the tribunal. It got down to the down down. It was like basically Hunter, Wes, and Kyle was going in. Drama. <laughs> Get to outside. 
where the niggas or they're not niggas, the white men are, you know, perusing the courtyard and like drinking and talking and shit. Here's a lesson in watch your mouth. So Hunter is sitting up there talking about how he don't give a fuck that he got sent in. He ready to go to the killing floor. He ready to go down. Blah, 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 blah. And only person in here that probably could fuck him up is Turbo. Mm-hmm. Now, I was a little high earlier. So I don't know if they display like the girl shows under um their name and their moniker on the show but i looked at that shit and it said turbo and survivor so i was like either he's from a place called survivor or he was on survivor either way he looks like whatever terrorist cell he left to get here he had to fight his way out he looks like (laughs) all the assassin creed game put together plus an extra bonus pack you had to purchase from the playstation store Oh my god, why was I saying that he was giving Uncharted tease? Like he gives what, what yeah, Uncharted. So, again, whatever Assassin's Creed level that he ascended to, that's fine. So, Hunter got up and was like, I can be all y'all ass, including Turbo. Turbo stood up and was like, in the words of Davon, you gonna whoop who ass? Who my who is not my ass? I've never seen two white men be so close to fighting, but yeah, it's one of those situations where I feel like Turbo could have killed Hunter, and then Hunter probably would have went out on some fighting. It'd have been very like we canceling this shit because Turbo looks like <laughs> whatever assassin took out Saddam Hussein or whatever the girls you know we're employing back in the day so i'm saying and i'm not saying he from over there but i'm just saying he is a higher mercenary that i'm scared of personally and they should be scared of in the house oh my god why can i not think of the nigga from scandal's name hug it's like why do i think of it now hug he's like hug if he was fine so we get to the end of the episode they do all of that hoopla and everything for it to feel like Hunter about to go in. Guess who the fuck goes into elimination? Who? Kyle. Oh. Kyle and fucking Bear. I mean, you sounded like Davon. Because it was so stupid. It was like Carl, Marie, and Polly like w- voted for Kyle to get in, but then Kyle chose Bear. Bear, it was like running after. I felt him. I was like, I ain't running after that nigga either. Like, I be done grabbed on his wig, his hairline be done pulled back. I be done lost the challenge on some bullshit. Ah, time. It was his schedule elimination. It was definitely like a, it's, it. It was your time to go, and they. He looked like it when he got called up. It was like because. If I'm not mistaken, Kyle was the one that got called down, and then he called Bear. So once soon as Bear's name was called, he was like, "I'm finna go." Home. Like, oh y'all tried it, okay? Like they all knew, but he didn't know, and neither did Georgia crying ass. Yeah, and it was just one of those things where it was like, I'm just excited because I'm like, they eliminated him the episode after they split up him and Davon, but when he was with Davon, they were slaying. 
So I feel like they could be, it's like they're setting her up to where she could be like in the finals at the very least, if not win, and be like one of the top three. So I'm fucking here for Devon this season. I feel like she's been on the show enough. She's paying her dues. You know, nobody expected Monet Exchange to win this year. Nobody expected Tamar fucking Braxton to win this year. Like, I definitely want to add Devon to the, okay, black people been winning the fucking shits this year. Cam looks on from the distance. <laughs> Theo holds her as. And you know, I just saw that shit today. Oh, she threw up, honey. It was like, not yeah. that had to be your last moment. And you did it gracefully. You did it as gracefully as you as could. As you could. And you I would be so tried. annoyed at them editors because they kept showing it. <laughs> they kept showing it. I have never seen so much throw up from the side. I I'm, I was over it for you, honey, because I've thrown the fuck up recently. I've had a moment like that recently, and it is not pretty. I don't remember 95% of it, but bitch, that 5%, it was quite nasty. And wow. I wasn't upside down like you were, honey, so I fucking feel for you, Shaka. Uh, I feel for you. I, I caught it. I caught it. Slay. <laughs> Your face was like, huh? I was like, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a little shock song. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Cam, you tried. Like, I appreciated you. Because she definitely was like, damn, I have to throw up again. I'm (laughs) But y'all see me. I was like, ugh, no. Five more to the right. That's not the right piece to be. Couldn't get no directions out because you kept throwing up. Oh, my God. And that would be me. That's what I think about all those type of spinning challenges. That'd be me. I ain't got no sense of spinning and shit. Uh -uh. I ain't got no equilibrium, girl. I'm getting dizzy just thinking about that shit. Real house aunties of Fulton County and adjacent areas. I thought that the reunion was interesting it was a very subdued reunion um Portia looked cute I guess they all looked pretty cute in their own way um Eva you know what fuck it I don't feel like I want to talk about anybody but Nene this mm-hmm. woman Nene and I was like I say this in that she just gives like it's like if anybody's word customer service, it's like she gives that one customer that always comes to your establishment or online store, whatever, and just always has an issue. And it'd be with the most random shit like, okay, your size isn't right. Well, did you look at the sizing chart? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> And just always has a nasty attitude about it. Like, always wants something special. Always thinks everything revolves around her specifically. Like, she's the only motherfucker that you interact with on a daily basis. And that shit gets draining after a while. It gets so draining. It's like, I don't know because as with all reality shows, you know, editors work wonders. But, you know, assuming that that was a clear picture of how everything actually played out, this whole season, she was just a big old biatch. It's like, for some reason, I thought of Megan the Freak. 
for some reason, I thought of Megan the Stallion, and it was like instead of big old freak, it was like big old biatch, and it was like Nene's face plastered on Megan the. Why do I keep wanting to say Megan everything else but the stallion? I would say Megan the Fox. Megan the Fox. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I wanted to jump out of my throat so bad. If she come back as Megan the Fox in the next actor role, I'm gonna scream. <laughs> but yeah, just Nene was just acting a plum fool this whole season. She was just doing the most. She was like that auntie that you just don't want to be around. The one that want to give you money and then throw it in your face every five minutes. Like, okay, sis, just because your ponytail was kind of cute the last couple weeks doesn't mean that you need to be plastering around on your YouTube to your 800 views every other day trying to combat Candy over here who's putting out quality content and getting her 200K views. Shit, she riding the fuck out of this wave. That's how you fucking do it, bitch. Mm-hmm. You be a real bitch about your shit. And I just, you know, it's like her and Cynthia always just hits the sore spot because it's like, it's just really a weird dynamic. It's like, why are y'all even cool at this point? You really do seem to treat Cynthia like shit and she really doesn't seem to have nothing but respect for you from what we as an audience and the public can see. So it's like, at this point, you just never seem to be in the right. Why are y'all even still cool? Just dead it. And also, I didn't like how she gave that fucking comment that she gave about um, Eva and those friends of hers and did the little limp wrist shit because Nene is always out here trying to do some homophobic ass shit and then not understand what the fuck she did, but want to act smart in every other motherfucking instance. It be shit like that, and it's like her, and like it's like I don't want to like put Kaya in this same like category right now, but I feel like I am. Just people who you know are around a lot of gays, but also be like having these multiple moments of just saying shit, where it be like, huh? Right, like that's homophobic. <laughs> and you did this on like a public platform. It's like you couldn't even have like had this be on some oh this leaked from like some private shit or something. Like no, like you did this on live or you did this on whatever production that you're on. So what are you even doing in, like, the shit that you don't have recorded? Right. It's like people are just out here living these whole lives that we don't see. It's like, are y'all the same as y'all are on TV? Are y'all completely different? Like, is everything a lie? I feel like I just had a moment. I need to roll up a blunt. What's your thoughts? Child. Start with Eva. Eva the diva. Eva Marcel the diva. Sterling Pigford. Unknown. McCall, how are you? <laughs> she just came to the reunion to fight. I'm just here to fight. And and all of those, you know, ruffles somewhere in there. Because she really just looked like whatever mainstage challenge Rudin feel like putting on that week. And definitely was lip syncing for her life. That's fine. So was Shamari. Um, oh. Cynthia... Nene, that was cool. You just kind of dragged them for filth. I want to get into Candy and Portia and the rest of you hoes. Like, <laughs> I don't understand why y'all be showing up to the reunion if you ain't going to have no real tea. Like, this was clearly Portia's reunion. This was Portia's moment. This was Portia's time. She had the best little cute storyline. Plus, she had the redemption. Plus, she got Nene to shut the fuck up a few times. But, like, Candy... No shade, but they can. If you want to go because Phaedra want to come back next season, then Phaedra can come back next season, um, and you can go <laughs> on and continue to conquer the world everywhere else and be a friend to the show. 
Cause I, her and Shamari, Shamari trying to fight with Eva, but she ain't had no read. Shamari sitting up there looking like her, you know, blood alcohol level was starting to even now, so she got to start jittery and shit. I I wasn't here for her. Um, Andy was being, I just got a child, so I'm trying to get up out of here as soon as possible. So he didn't <laughs> give a fuck about none of this, really. And Nene was sitting up there just like a press drowned derailed rat it's like as soon as they as soon as they were like hi welcome to real house of union she turned her nose up anytime you call portia a fat ass while she was sitting there and it was like she's pregnant the shade is and she's literally only fat because she's pregnant and the shade is you hoes look like y'all got on the same outfit it looked like y'all could fit the same outfit no shade I mean yes you are you know slimmer than you are but <laughs> Portia still look good pregnant you're not gonna say Portia don't look good so I don't understand is it cause they young and beautiful and got good hair now is it because you ain't the queen of the show is it because this is what the producers want you to do, and you ain't got no better storyline. Are you waiting on Greg to die? Like, what is your tea? Like, I feel like Greg went in cancer. I feel like Greg got through with chemo, and now she really just don't know what to do with her life. She's like, oh, I got another 10 years. Ain't this a bitch? <laughs> like, Nene, like, needs to let this show go and go do these fake-ass film TV projects that you have lined up that you keep saying that you can't show up to nobody baby showers and events and things, too. And, you know, I don't really give a shit what you do with your your, uh, travel book, but I do understand that y'all sat there and argue for all this time over that stupid-ass shit. And it really didn't make no sense. You'd be so pressed about everything. And everybody else was clearly in the right. Cynthia is clearly... In the right. It's her fucking party. She didn't want to tell you that King was going to be there. She didn't tell you that fucking King was going to be there. If she didn't want you to be there in a state of peace and serenity, then that's just her fucking business because you're at her fucking house and her fucking party. If you want to have a problem with that, you take Greg and his colostomy back and y'all go the fuck home. Don't sit there with Marlo looking like the creature from the Power Rangers movie when they had all them birds and they was fighting in the ninja costumes. Don't have her sitting up here talking shade and having Cynthia feel like she has to do something wrong and then kiss your ass. Then you come to the reunion and you talk shit about her and she's still sitting there looking like a deer in headlights talking about some while we still friends shut up Cynthia cause you don't help your fucking self you getting red too stupid leave her leave the woolly mammoth in the ice and gone on about your life Lisa Wu Sheree Phaedra Kim Zodiac all y'all put in y'all applications for next season um I'm ready literally for like, McKinney. she can't she don't work here no more. Um Claudia Jordan, go ahead and put in your application too. We might consider it. Uh Deshaun Snow Hell, we just at that point, you come on too. <laughs> what if Monica got on there? I really wanted Fantasia to get on there. I really wanted it to be somebody like a Monica or Fantasia, like y'all are the real people, but Y'all are in this housewives world. Kind of like what I thought Eva was going to be. Like, oh, you were like a real star. You coming in here. Kind of like I thought Kim Fields was going to be. Kind of like I thought Claudia Jordan was going to be. Kind of like you thought Candy Burris was going to be. Kind of like I thought Candy fucking Burris was going to be. Actually, I feel like I've been getting duped by these. Be like, oh, you just gonna, y'all just assimilate into the world. Just be in a mess. Get your pussy talking about. That's how Eva already there because Eva is a cast member. Honey. Yeah, she made it two seasons. I'm surprised. I thought they was gonna be like, "All right, bitch, we only let you come to the end because you was pregnant." 
<laughs> they let her on for a full season, and she like she gonna be on the next season too. But yeah, I wanted Fantasia or somebody like that where it to be like, I know you are a mess and you're good for TV, but you've never been in with these people. Right. But y'all in Atlanta, hell, take one of the house. Take one of the. Speaking of, have you been watching um, the Love and the Hip Hop in the Atlanta? So I'm the one that like I'm the one, one one I'm the one that like don't watch it until like it stacks up for five episodes. So I just caught up on right. Love and Hip Hop, and I caught up on Black Ink Crew. Okay, I need a recap. So Black Ass Crew. So apparently this week or everybody's favorite Negro uh, soap opera. Um, C's received word from his private investigator that Alex's back was really fucked up. So then he instantly felt guilty about the whole situation between him and Donna and Alex. Brother Big Fish producers be working overtime, hunty. It was literally like a personality switch. Like, fuck, fuck Donna, fuck Alex. And then as soon as the fucking report come in, here you go. I'm sad. I got flat in Miami. I forgot what I need to do. You know, you got them lips. Do, 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 do. Look like a filter fish. <laughs> but anyway, so that happened. And so Donna and Alex got into it because Donna wanted to take him on a date. But it was in like little people chairs. And, you know, Alex, you know, got scoliosis. So he can't really be bending his back and shit like that. So. He, like, basically ended up unloading on, on Donna, which I predicted, if y'all go back and listen, because I definitely said that at some point, Alex is going to go off on Donna about him keep getting into it with season though. I ain't know about the back shit, but, like, I feel like this is, like, it was one of those reads where it was like, yeah, you shouldn't be reading her like that, but at the same time, Aww. you did get him in some shit. They were there to fight you, but they can't fight you because you're a girl. They fought him because you were starting a mess. He did not want to go. He kept saying he did not want to go. He didn't want to even join Black Ink Crew, but you got, it's like, it was one of them things where it's like, he was frustrated and venting, but I kind of felt him because Donna, you was putting him in some shit, and then you still want him to fight season them, so. No. I felt that, Alex. Like, I felt Alex. It was like, I feel what you're saying. And I also felt Donna where it's like, you can't really blame her. Like, she didn't know your back was going to get fucked up either. And C's didn't know your back was going to get fucked up either. So it's one of those, like, if y'all cool, I hope. It left off to where it was like, C's was going to, like, make amends or whatever. But it was one of them, like, damn, like, he can't hold his kids and shit. Like, what kind of fucking back injury you got? What kind and Big of Fish, what's y'all insurance policies looking like? Because that's... Uh-huh. Um, if that nigga don't have no money, I'm questioning y'all motherfucking contractor fees. Because <laughs> I don't understand why he's suing C's. I sue Big Fish and VH1 because it's on camera that they attacked me and y'all didn't cover it because clearly I'm having to sue somebody and I went over a table. And it's clearly on camera that, like, if you want to pick out a back injury, it was like right there at 32 seconds <laughs> and <laughs> his back and his head went like that. <laughs> What if they did that and they got to some like super like kayfabe type shit? The producers is up in it. It's like some wrestling type next level reality type shit. Like Big Fish is in it, honey. It could be like some maybe and Mary Jane where she like sued BT, but they were still on the show. So like, that if we're gonna end this bitch, it'd be funny if Alex like sued them too. But it was only right. showed on the show. It was just it was just seeds, and they had to like make amends too. 
Because it's like, you know, Mona tried it. Mona tried to be first. She tried it with the Tommy shit and Tommy getting that Eastern and being mad at the production and shit. Mm-hmm. And that shit is really off the show after that. Because I saw the funniest fucking clip of Tommy earlier. Her little recap in Love and Hip Hop, the first episode. She was talking to Mimi and she was like, let's see what she's like. I don't want everybody to think all I do is go to jail and shit. And it's like, girl, but that's you do. That's all you do is go to jail and shit. Like, She's went to jail like three times since that scene. Since that fucking scene. I really want to dab into like love and hip hop, but we'll get there next week. Y'all stay tuned. Yeah, um, I really want to, to get into it. It's been some shit. Yeah. Back to Black Ass Crew. So, Scott wrapped it up with her child molester, baby daddy, and her sons and them. And I guess that just turned into an EBT story. Um, Teddy, Tati, New Girl, and Hefty. I'm sick of this whole storyline. This entire little episode sub arc was Teddy... Fighting Tati, fighting New Girl, and then Toki ass jumping in it. I'm <laughs> tired and foo. I don't want it. Y'all all can go have an orgy and leave us the fuck alone. Nobody cares. Right. I'm fucking, I'm over them all finding some type of way to have two of them fucking. They're like the black ass version of friends. It's like, <laughs> how are two of y'all always just fucking at some point during this? They just find some type of way to make it happen. It just happens. <laughs> um, and then somebody's mad about it. Yeah. Speaking of mad, the the meat of the episode, what I'm going to translate into this week's flop, this week's flop is going to go to Big Fish Story Producers, Kitty's Leave Out, and Ooh. Bay's Temper Tantrum. Oh. So this week, Mama Bay was sent off back to China after the Middle Like East. deported? <laughs> I don't think she was deported, like but she her definitely will? left in a hurry. So I don't uh, know. And you know her daddy's some type of super samurai ninja, so I don't really know if she was <laughs> running from him too. But needless to say, Mama Bay had to go. And Kitty made a comment. Now, pause. Have you seen the episode? No. Pay attention. The okay, so Kitty made a slight comment with Tati, and she was like, Oh, it's good that Mama Bay is leaving because that'll free up some money in the shop because our budget is not built for two receptionists. And she was, and then Tati got awkwardly quiet, and then Kitty was like, Oh, because you know, she was like spending up Bay's credit card, but like, you know, we love her. That was like the only like shade that came out of her mouth. That was like the bulk of the conversation, right? Tati. Okay. Ass was like, please bleep through this whole show. <laughs> Tati's ass had the nerve to like go back to Bay and tell her that Kitty was talking mad shit about Mama Bay. She was like, Mama Bay is spending up all the money. She ain't shit. Like, she need to go back to China. Tati. And it was one of those clear, like, the flashbacks did not sync up. And I don't, I don't know if Big Fish did that or like, it, she just, whatever the conversation was, she was lying her ass off. Cause it was like, clearly that's not what she just said. They just showed it back to back. So, so, so fast forward. Sky throws this whole 
bonding trip where she want everybody to go, I think, paintballing or some gay, like some stuff like that. And it was like supposed to be this company trip. So everybody was supposed to get out they shit that was on their chest that they beef and they were supposed to be on separate teams. So it was Kitty, the new girl, and Toki. And then it was Bay, Tati, and Miscellaneous, uh, Walt. Melody? No, Walt. <laughs> you know, I'll be forgetting Walt in the scene because he don't have no tea. Um, but it was them. So then Bay was like, well, Tati told me all this shit, but like, it all came out. So Kitty started like being defensive and then it cut, it had a weird edit to where it was going off camera, almost like that candy shit. And it was like, went off camera to where it's like, this is just behind the scenes. And she's yelling at Bay, and they about to like, they literally went to like, y'all about to fist fight, but you couldn't. She was like, tell me what I said. Tell me what I said about your mama. And then she was like, well, you just told that talk about my mama. You just told that talk about my mother. And then she was like, oh my God, well, bitch, you stupid as fuck. She was like, why are you not talking about my mama? I said my mama was trying to shit. It was just one of those situations where... And then she started throwing stuff. So it was one of those like, y'all, those are the two sensible people on the show. <laughs> Literally the two ones that I feel like do the books, sweep up the shop, cut the lights off at night, save energy for the, but like, don't tell us. They C's don't know anything that they do. He just paid them. None of the rest of them seem competent to do anything productive, but those two. So it really broke my heart that this bitch, Tati, who's only been here like a half a season and 16 different color changes in her head to twist the words of two fine black women. Um, I just realized they not black, but whatever. <laughs> I'm right. mad. I was high as fuck. So was it Toki or was it Tati? Toki, no, no, Toki was just in the mix. She was, but she about to get cussed out next week. So it was Tati, Tati. who went, oh, Tati, you bitch. The yes, she's the one that was going around. And it was really on some, like, they must have, and that's why I said Big Fish is also included in the flop, because y'all, it looks like y'all sent Tati to say that specifically wrong so that they can get into it in a way that Tati didn't also look like you were starting shit. Because none of them, neither one of them went for Tati. It was more like, well, then she lying. Well, then why are you talking about my mother then? And then she was like, well, what are you talking about your stupid-ass mama? And then she was like, what well, the All of that. So, um, everybody on Black King Crew that ain't doing their job consistently, y'all are flop this week. Use the flop. And Carrie Hilson. Oh, sorry. What? You were sick with me. You were supposed to say flop. Flop. You know I'm not up on culture like that. I, I just moved to America two months ago. And I don't know Mariah Carey's okay, catalog okay, like that. Okay, plastic. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, Evie. <laughs> I'm mad I was um, thinking of that. Y'all look, I love this. Mm, love this. I love this. <laughs> <sighs> so speaking of shit that we love, we love niggas who get number ones. And did you hear who's number one this week? Yes. Let me put on my hee-haw hat. 
Like, that's crazy as fuck, y'all. Lil Nas X is out here snagging number ones. Like, you have fucking Billy Ray Cyrus on your first motherfucking, like, major release. And it's been streamed, like, more times than any other song on Spotify. Like, that's some coin right there. And, yeah, you, I think he signed a Columbia. Snaps. <laughs> but, like, I feel like the way that that song was released, it seemed like that money goes straight to you. Yeah. Like, that seemed like one of them random, oh, I'm just going to upload this to Spotify on some, like, you know. But it just happened that, like, everybody listened to it. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Yeah, congratulations to um, one of the better halves of the Barbs and the Kingdom or the Exiles, whatever y'all call it these days. Um, definitely iconic that they was trying to take his ass off the charts two weeks ago. And then two weeks later, like, literally. It's like, you, bitch, fuck the country charts, shit. He taught me something, too. Do you know if you search Siri and you ask to play the number one song in the world, it'll play whatever the number one song in the world is? Hmm. And it changes, too, because I did it before he went number one. It was something else. And then when he did it on his Twitter, I was like, oh, well, that's something I did recently. And it was number one. I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. He's out here showing the kids shit, doing this Generation X, Generation Y, Generation Z, Generation (laughs) B type shit. Out here doing memes, doing the work, out here at three in the morning, out here tweeting people. Like, I appreciate the look. I appreciate the look come up. Like, I don't think that I'm going to ever listen to anything else because that's just how I roll. I'm not really a country girl, but the girls over there is eating it up. So I stand. And Billy Ray Cyrus, legend, icon, star, somebody's daddy, somebody's zaddy. You don't act like he wasn't kind of fine during the Hannah Montana era. I'm just saying. The only way that Miley Cyrus is still getting invited to the cookout is as a plus one. And even then, she might still get escorted out like Brandy. Listen, I really noticed that black people fuck with Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> black people don't like Miley Cyrus all like that. Black people was fucking with Billy Ray Cyrus. Because like, just the shit he says and does feels genuine. Like, yeah. And it's just the way, like, even if it's not genuine, it bitch, it come off that way. And that's all you really need to do. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> at least come off that way shit and he was giving that boy promo he was like oh no girl you want act like they won't tweet about you i will and it's like i don't know how like famous he is over there in the country world still but like they number one or he number one i don't know is, is the real song number one or is the remix number one i'm not sure because i don't know if it's somehow together but i think shit they both number one and number two on the charts so the what if like it's some shit to where the original and the remix both charted number one and number two. Okay. I don't think that is possible. I feel like they just lump them together, but I don't know. That would be so iconic. Not for him. I really don't want him to get that credit. But like for somebody, I'm just playing. <laughs> get your credits, boy. Um, but yeah, like that would be iconic for somebody to like debut at number one and number two. It's like I feel like Drake didn't do that. Huh. Not debut at the same time though. Ariana had number one and number two, I think. Oh recently. yeah, she did. And then that Drake record—the fact that he didn't beat Drake by a little bit—he beat Drake and them by like twenty million. Like it's like a large number, right? And then he like eighty, and they were like sixty-four. 
Some shit like some, that. Something yeah. like that with to where it's like, this is crazy. And they all saying that he an industry plant, and that's fine. Like, it bops. Y'all think it How do I be an industry plant? Shit. I want to be an industry plant. Can we put plant me ho? Is there an application process that we can go through to be industry plants? We ready. Come get us. FBI agent, if you listening to this, we are ready for our moment. Shit. We, Nikki Tutorials ain't got to worry about her content being boring. We'll go have boring content for her. <laughs> oh, Nikki Tutorials. Yeah. Shout out to Jackie Aina. What's she do? She was at that party with uh, Rihanna. And it was like, okay, but you want to be in these pictures with Rihanna all drunk and like not looking like a photo op, but more like, bitch, I'm trying to help you hold yourself up, girl. You okay? <laughs> I was dead as fuck. Somebody was like, Oh shit, did y'all see Rihanna singing The Boy Is Mine at that shit? She can kind of sing a little bit. She should put out an album. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that lady that sells that makeup over there, she really should just, you know, try her hand at like not singing, but whatever it is that she can do musically. <laughs> like put out a project with motherfucking Childish Gambino. You know, I just realized, let's talk about <laughs> Real quick before we go, Lion King. <laughs> Just realize that Donald Glover will be in a film opposite, y'all know, Beyonce. Giselle Hyphen, Dolls Carter. And the girls. But everybody was pissed off this week about Scar. And the portrayal that they gave Scar as a real lion. Some okay. were saying... That wow, y'all niggas don't know what lions look like. Y'all should get, you know, National Geographic. That's crazy. And others were saying, I mean, y'all could have stepped his puss up a little bit. Step your cookies up for they crumble. Let me tell you something about Scar. Scar wore color contacts and had luxurious hair throughout the entire movie. That man was not giving Candace Owens at a press conference. That man was not giving broke off edges. It was giving luxury. Now, when I watch National <laughs> Geographic and Planet Earth and all of those girls when I'm high, I see beautiful manes. I see evil-looking lions and cats and tigers and bears and things. I'm on team. Y'all could have gave him a little sass because our queen uncle was... Not necessarily, he ain't had to have color contacts, but y'all had him looking like he just took his, you know, his braids out and he going his way to the shop and he got caught in the middle of the, you know, road. Like, ooh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> had that nigga looking ratted and tatted. <laughs> the nigga looking ratted. And I, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Like... Where did some niggas get dirt bikes from in Brooklyn? Pause, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Mill shit. Who? Meek? Anyway. And on that note. Y'all go see Lion King when it come out. We'll discuss it then. Bye. <laughs> and y'all go buy y'all some dirt bikes. Yeah. And if y'all got enough money to buy y'all dirt bikes, donate to the motherfucking free-ish pot. Yeah, donate. And like, you know, we don't have merch, but when we do, buy it. You know, we don't have mixtapes when we do. 
illegally download it and you know send it to your friends so we can get famous on Spotify or something like that. You know, Lil Nas X us. Like this kind. That's we'll, all we ask for. We'll love you. We'll stand you for making us go viral and meet Beyonce because that's all we trying to do. And we will acknowledge you. We will let you know. We will let you know how to meet where Beyonce go once it happens. We'll like shout you out at the Grammys. You know, they probably gonna cut us off, but it's cool. If we have to, you know, win a mixtape grant. I'm just, you know, we love you for supporting us in whatever way it turns out. Thank you. Did you hear that? What? It was like my phone had like dinged right at like the perfect moment to ding after that. <laughs>